Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviours, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Richie Norton is a former rugby player turned yoga and performance coach and author of the new book, Lift Your Vibe, Eat, Breathe and Flow to sleep better, find peace and live your best life. After starting his career on the rugby pitch, Richie suffered a series of injuries which saw him make the life-changing transition from athlete to coach. This shift led Richie on his own path of self-discovery and whilst travelling the world, he found his now lifelong passion for yoga and performance coaching. In today's episode, Richie and I talk about managing stress, how everyday rituals can transform your life and how you can cultivate more peace, sleep better, move better and eat better in order for a better life. Hi Richie. Hi there. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, You and I have obviously done a podcast before but it was for when I was doing the All Healthy podcast so it's amazing to have you back with obviously I mean so much has changed since we last spoke Um, and your book has just come out Lift Your Vibe which is super exciting and I want to talk about it a lot today but thank you so much for joining. Um, What a journey you've been on right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Journey is probably the right word, isn't it? Really, adventure, roller coaster. They kind of all tie into the same thing. I think. Yeah. Don't think you ever really get off it. Yeah, I don't think you do. Do you know what? That's so interesting. We just, I just literally recorded one before about the journey and how we're always so desperate to get off it, but we never get actually get off it, do we? Like it's part yeah, of I don't it. Think you ever really get to escape? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I guess you can get off the fast lane. I think that's that probably maybe a nice way to look at it. You know, it's been on an interesting journey. You can be in the fast lane. Or you can take your time and cruise on the inside lane. Love that. And, you know, I think it's just an interesting way to look at it, knowing that you can choose the tempo of life. If you want to go all in, you're hungry, you're ambitious, you've got things to achieve and you've set that bar for yourself, then prepare yourself for what's in that fast lane. Yeah, I love that. Learn how to adapt, learn how to innovate when you have to and just always know if it's a little bit too fast, you can slow you can it down. Ch- you can change lanes. Yeah. You know, Take a little path off to the left. Came to me then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so. Like, hard left. Yeah. Hard left. <laughs> hard left. I need to just, and then we need to stop here for a moment. I need a few days sleep over <laughs> to rest. Services. I need a service station. <laughs> Services. Stop. That's I love that. So true. Really great. And you know what? Yeah. We might explore you know that. when it's time. 
to, to book into the service station. To book like into that. the service station. Guys, anyone listening out there who feels like they need a service stop, I hear you. I think that's so true though. Like, I don't think it gets spoken about a lot. Like you can get, you're going to get to your destination either way. Just how long or quickly do you want to get there? Yeah, yeah. And know, know what comes with taking the fast lane. Each, yeah. You've got, to, you've got to be able to be aware of, you know, when your body's telling you, that it's time to, to take your foot off the pedal a little bit. <laughs> I think um, you can tell that you're on the back of a service station stop. And <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. And interesting, we're flowing with this analogy, like, you know, so take your foot off the pedal or you might crash. Yeah, you know, so it's, true. It's like, you know, and and I, I have crashed. Yeah. And um, just off the back of the book coming out, for example, yeah. you know, we, we go all out. We want, to, we want to set this bar for ourselves. I had this dream of like creating this book that was going to change lives. Mm-hmm. It's you know, a really great achievement and the ride is wild and you know you get all these like great bits of feedback and you're buzzing because you're changing people's lives you've met you've hit that that benchmark that you set yourself and it's exceeded your expectations and then there's this massive come down of like yeah. what just happened what it's the hell like just happened yeah personally and uh do you think a lot of that is the anticipation as well of it coming out? Not just the work that obviously went into writing the book and, you know, channeling what you wanted to write and putting it all together. But do you think a lot of that was like the anticipation of this, there's a destination that we're going to hit and then you kind of come off the destination. You're like, oh my God, what what has just been going on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. I've not written a book before. Yeah. I, I just kind of assumed it would just be a bit of graft. Um, but it's like anything, you, you know, you, you work hard at a job, you work hard at building a business or whatever it is you set your heart on and you're going all in with, mm-hmm. you know, you put your heart and soul into it. If you believe in it and you really yeah. want it to work. So that foot is fully on the pedal. And yeah. Like, you, you know, it's kind of like rolling with whatever comes up, you know, you're like, okay, do that meeting, do that interview, network with that event, you know, go there, meet with that person do that interview it's like whoa this is amazing I'm gonna soak it right up because yeah. you might not come around again but because you're on this like adrenaline fueled mission of just doing everything you can to give it the best possible release or like birth into the world it's a new, new venture you've got to know when to sort of make sure you're remaining in in that space where you know, you're able to take it all on board. Otherwise, you're missing the magic mm-hmm. of you know the moment. Mm-hmm. And and I hadn't really addressed that until I was like burnt out. Yeah. And uh, I'm just coming out the other side of it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Which is really interesting because actually, I mean, firstly, obviously, huge congratulations on your book. It's called Lift Your Vibe, um, Eat, Breathe, Flow, Sleep Better, Find Peace and Live Your Best Life. Which is really interesting you say that because probably in the process of it coming out, how much of that the principles in this book were you like actually practicing like uh like while you were trying to get through it it's so interesting it's like how much of that actually went out the, the window well it's not i would what i would say in defense of this is like i definitely did some late nights <laughs> yeah writing a book i definitely exceeded what i thought i was even capable of yeah. which is obviously great because i've set Incredible. a new bar for myself mm-hmm. and i surprise myself with stepping out of my comfort zone which is part of the book as well you know trying something no. different you never know you might love it but yeah. you'll definitely learn something in the process so I surprised myself with that but what happened was I got so high yeah. with the vibe yeah you know and, and really just went all out and I was buzzing and I was excited and I was so passionate that there's this come down to reality yeah I think is the key thing. what goes up must come down right so, I'd slowly kind of leveled off into like probably a more sustainable yeah. way of life because it's not sustainable to be at that high mm-hmm. rev. Yeah. Going back to that car analogy, I don't want that sticking, but it's true. <laughs> well, obviously, you what we're talking about an yeah. engine to death, it's gonna it's gonna break, you know. So you've got to. And, and I think going back to the book point, and let's let's say use the example of stress. Yeah, stress is good in small little doses. Yeah, it gets shit done. You know, mm-hmm. it allows you to like do more than you thought was possible. It's like that fight or flight, like it's yeah. there for a reason when yeah. you need it. But you can't have that on full revs. You can't be max stress all the time. You've got to know when to take a five minute break. Yeah. You've got to know when you need to prioritize a night for sleep. You've got to know when you need to fuel your body with some proper food and you can't keep starving yourself. You know, you've got, you've got to know when you've overtrained mm-hmm. and you need to take some recovery time. But what's happening is and why this book i'm hoping it's gonna sink in for people once you know 
where these boundaries are and you know you recognize the signs and the signals that your body and your mind are giving you you're like you can dial it in yeah and then you're like an efficient prime sports vehicle you know you're at a high performance optimal level but if you just ramp it right up and you're just ignoring all those signs prepare yourself for a crash yeah or something that feels like that low vibration so it's been interesting. I've been kind of been my own test subject. Yeah. You know, it's been a really interesting, eye-opening yeah. ride. And I, I think that's amazing. I think if you're not testing it, what you're writing about, then you're not embodying it, living it, and understanding what your readers are essentially going through. And I think even our listeners listening to this, I know they'll they'll really relate to that. A lot of them are entrepreneurs, they're experts, they're coaches, you know, they're used to this push, 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 come down, push, 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 come down. And even I really relate like to everything you've just said there. I think it's about finding that balance, right? Because there's so much talk at the moment about hustle culture versus like seeing back and let the universe bringing it to you. And I always say to people, I actually think the hustle has to happen. Uh, and the work, you know, that adrenaline, that stress, that push, that drive has to happen in an aligned way for you to get shit done, like you said. But it's like knowing and having all these rituals to implement. So you kind of led on to my next question, which was going to be for me, if you could describe in like a sentence why you wanted to write the book, what would that be? So you kind of have said that there, but if you could explain it, like what was your mission? What did you want to achieve and help people do? Yeah. So yeah, well, you kind of highlighted it then, you know, if you, if you do the work and when I say do the work, like you, you get behind an idea or you follow your heart, you follow your passion you step out there and you you try something out. At least you tried it. And at least you've kind of like given it a go. Mm. If you didn't quite get there, you definitely step closer and you've learned a lot in the process. The main thing is don't hold back. But if you're pushing something and forcing something and it's not working, you feel like you're banging your head against the wall, then maybe it's time just to reassess where you are, mm. right? And then because I, a bit of background, because of, I mean, you know this story, but yeah. because I was a, this rugby player who was trained all the time, had a dream of being a professional till I retired. And then I was going to be this on TV, on Sky, doing like TV pundit stuff, you know, and Mm -hmm. that dream is over way before you expected it to. Rather than give up, it's like innovate. What have you learned? Mm -hmm. What, What other things have you not considered yet? So rather than just seeing that as a negative and then giving up, which so many people do, they start that business, it doesn't work out. They they go and they think that the relationship they're in is like the dream relationship, and then they get really hurt and they're like, oh no. And then they rather and then they get knocked back so far they don't maybe don't try again. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's probably that all had to happen for you to find the real the real magic yeah. in life, the real, the next level, the yeah. true like space you're meant to be in, the relationship that is magic, that was legit, that is a two-way thing, that is a magical place to be. So the the elements of the book are about dialing yourself into being the best physical version of yourself. So we know we need to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know, have a good set of lungs, be able to breathe, you know, better to manage stress and yeah. to manage to be better at training and, you know, deal with being more focused and finding that calm. But also the physical body is like a good, healthy heart. Yeah. You know, a, a healthy physical body that's capable of like training or just growing old gracefully without any aches and pains and knowing that that's your choice and you're under your control. You have the ability to do something about it and make it great. Yeah. Don't worry about anybody else doing it for you. You'll just be waiting forever. And then obviously food, there's the nutrition side yeah. of the book. You've got loads of amazing recipes in the book. Yeah, they're the sneaky ones actually. Yeah. I didn't know that about me. Yeah, so. I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the thing with a lot of people actually. I don't talk about the side of my past life as a chef and cooking for people. You know, it's that was an extra bonus to be honest as a yeah. trainer. I was like, there's so much more to just training in a gym and flexing your guns you <laughs> and know, eating chicken, like rice, and broccoli. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not sustainable and it's not fun. Let's let's yeah. get real here. I guess I've gone around the houses a little bit with with where the book came from. As a personal trainer, I realized I was with somebody for an hour. Yeah. a few times a week maybe and it was the work outside of the gym that was responsible for the results yeah you can train your ass off but if you're eating shit and you're not sleeping right 
and your headspace and your lifestyle is all over the place, you're just kind of like treading water. You might even go backwards and just add more stress. So the four elements of the book, mm-hmm. breath work, movement, nutrition, and sleep, if you can address just one of those and go all in and see and feel the benefits of that one element, it's likely it's going to then transition into you being more mindful of the other elements you might be neglecting. Mm-hmm. It will make more sense. And your attitude towards it will be really rewarding because you're doing the work. Yeah. You're not relying on your coach to do it for you. You're not relying on someone on TV, on social media to give you the magic pill. There isn't one. So I thought, right, well, these four things constantly come up with my clients. And I do retreats and these adventure camps, work with athletes, all shapes and sizes. It's still these four things that make the biggest impact. So I thought, let's package it up in something that is also time efficient. Yeah. That's the biggest excuse. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I can't stop business. I've got four kids. Yeah. And, or I'm like, I'm stuck in a rut or I'm, I'm overweight. I don't, I'm not, I can't lose weight or my, uh, my mindset, my, my mental health, whatever your thing is, your obstacle, your challenge that you're like, uh, or your bad experience was, let's make it really simple. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on one thing today. Make it like five minutes today that is a step in the right direction. How do you feel after that? Great. Okay, we'll do it again tomorrow. And again the next day. Five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever you can do. It's like, it's realistic. It's achievable. Yeah. And like, ah, working. Right. What's next? What else can I add to the list? What's the next ritual? And and, and people are amazed that like just that consistency with a small thing can have huge impact and is what's going to make the change in the book i really like that concept as well of like i think sometimes when people go into their development they go all in and they think they've got to do everything at once and actually the way that you position it because the book's written as well with like five minute rituals 10 minute rituals like hour long rituals longer rituals isn't it right so you can essentially pick and choose like you've just said and i think that's actually really relatable like you said to the people who are also just starting on their journey obviously for you 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 kind of mentioned there and i know i know this story but for anyone that doesn't like how did you go from like rugby to rituals like how did that transition even become a thing obviously you spoke there about you giving it up but what were the barriers for you in getting into this a whole other way of living life, maybe from a more like balanced and holistic holistic perspective where you are looking at all of those things and implementing rituals. Do you actually think that those rituals kind of came second nature to you? Because there were probably some rituals that you were doing as an athlete as well that were like, you were used to that like structure maybe of training. Yeah, so let's go back a few years yeah. just in br- briefly. So talking about like habits or your, yeah. you call it routine, rituals, whatever it is. So the old me playing rugby, the chicken and the broccoli, yeah. get lean, get big, <laughs> yeah. eat, drink some protein shakes, go to the gym every day, lift some weights, looking aesthetically in good shape. That was my routine. That was my ritual. But there was no structure around also sleep, mm-hmm. lifestyle, maybe not drinking so much at the same time. Wonder why that was affecting my yeah. sleep and also why I was losing that extra bit of you know <laughs> fat around my belly. And I was like, you know didn't quite see the bigger picture. I was just focusing on one thing, but it wasn't until I got injured and I started to put on weight and then my mental health was like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I didn't quite understand any of it. Um, I had to address other parts of my life that I hadn't really considered. So I call it like the, the life audit and I had to go and do some treatment, do some therapy, do some self work yeah. on addressing things that, were breaking and and that were in um, in this sort of negative loop of behavior and the rituals or the habits the routines were all down to me mm-hmm. there was nothing anyone else could do for me there was no one magic pill there was no therapist or counselor it was me eating better it was me choosing to sleep rather than stay up all night yeah it was me choosing to train smarter and less aggressively. And then also moving in a way where my body actually didn't feel like it was in constant pain or in this Being stressful pushed. state. Yeah. So these four rituals or four chapters of the book became this lifeline of hope 
rehabilitation because I was so broken. My rugby career was over. I was putting on weight. I was just constantly in this anxious state, really angry human and mm. very lost. And it was this one ritual about breathing Yeah. when I was training and breathing when I was sleeping and then also training in a way that was more calming, the yoga element. Yeah. And it was this one ritual of like going to a yoga class in the, in the week that was like the lifeline for my whole week that just de-stressed me. I felt amazing. And I just felt like I was connecting with people that understood what I was like dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and that became the new ritual. So yeah. that was still just one thing in the week that I just made the priority. And that one ritual then turned into the next thing because I realized I was on the right path. Yeah. So I stayed curious rather than giving up I did the work and it was delving deeper into this and deeper and deeper to understand more about what my body needed that eventually led to this new routine and these new healthier habits that then felt really empowering that I realized so many other people can benefit from. We just need to make it a little bit more bite-sized so that it's more achievable yeah. and, then, and then be the building blocks. So just to finish that off, the you know when I think about habits and I think about what other people struggle with, and the, the excuses that we make that we can't lose that weight or we can't get past that challenge or we've been here before, it didn't end well. Or it's like, right, what did you address? What did you miss out last time that you didn't quite consider? Or yeah. what can you change? What can you tweak? And just have that attitude to just try. You never know, you might surprise yourself, but make it a bit more realistically achievable to where you are on that journey and it's worth the effort because that's where the magic happens yeah. and it all starts like i love what you said it all starts with basically taking your responsibility and stop making excuses yeah. i think that is the hard chat that almost everybody needs to hear because we are addicted to our excuses and our distractions and i actually you know i've been on a similar journey to you particularly with you know whether it's been exercise food sleep i think like breaking down those four pillars I definitely think firstly sleep is something that doesn't get spoken about enough. I, I it's only really been the last 2 years that I've really realized like unless I'm having 7 8 sometimes 9 hours of sleep a night, I'm not a nice person and everything goes out of whack when I don't sleep. How important is that and why is it so important for someone? Because I think it's quite interesting that you've made that one of your key pillars, sleep. You know, a lot of people say nutrition, mindset, movement, breath work, yoga, you know, but to actually make sleep one of your fundamental pillars, I think is really, really powerful. What is it about that for you that you think is so important for people to take note? Um, So just to go back to, again, why these are key parts of the book. I've done the work. I'm still doing the work. I haven't even mastered it, but I know it's had a profound effect on me and changed the lives of pretty much everybody I've ever worked with when they start to really apply themselves to these new habits. So sleep, maybe three, three, actually no, four years ago, Matthew Walker, who wrote Why We Sleep, mm-hmm. incredible book that just kind of blew my mind when I when I read it. Um, and there's a few people now, a few sleep experts. I'm not a sleep expert, no. but I did the work. I, yeah. I put myself in like a few sleep labs, and kind of like, right, let's put this to the test. Yeah. Not just with myself, with other people that were even more stressed and even more hectic and see how they respond. And just in a matter of a week, two weeks of some consistent changes to their habits, mood was better Mm -hmm. they were losing weight they were happier they were more positive they they just so many knocking effects to different parts of their lives because sleep is that time to heal Mm -hmm. sleep is that time to repair sleep is the time when we kind of like regenerate and we heal all the damage that we do to ourselves and you know like say you know the way you feel the mood the mindset it's all affected by your sleep so Imagine if, you know, like you just said, you get one good night's sleep and then hopefully we've all experienced that at least once. (laughs) Game changer the next day, right? And the difference it makes with, you know, how you feel the next day and who you are and your energy and your happiness, right? So let's say you can't, you've got kids that are up in the night, you've got, you, you work shifts or you're a night owl, 
So you can't get this nice balance with your circadian rhythm, the sleep mm-hmm. and wake cycle, getting up with sunset, going to bed with sun, uh, sorry, waking up with sunrise, going to bed with sunset. Okay, well, think about the quality of the sleep. When yeah. you get it, are you getting quality sleep? Even if it's just a shorter window of time. And that can also be a key. And this is why I think breath work and meditations yeah. Just taking little power naps when your body is really kind of shut you down. It's Mm -hmm. for a reason. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people don't do, they don't capitalize on these opportunities when they do have a chance to get an early night or not be jumping on your phone when you wake up in the morning. Are you enjoying that little bit of time to feel more um, aligned and and settled and this nice balance? Or are you just constantly in that red line of like on, 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 push, push, push? on watching TV till late at night, waking up on your alarm clock because your phone and you go and open your apps and you're deep on social media and you're like, <laughs> it's just relentless. Yeah. And then people wonder why they're not feeling great. Mm-hmm. They're not prioritizing those opportunities just to stop, switch off, disconnect, reconnect. Yeah. And then that for me, learning that and just changing my morning and my evening routine completely changed how I was feeling the next day. Okay. And I got addicted to that. I was like, right, sorry, bedtime. Bed, yeah, off. I'm off. I'm going to bed yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, I completely... Sorry, guys. <laughs> go to the pub today, extra four pints. I'm off. Yeah. You know, it's, you've got to have that discipline and you need to know why. So it stays true to your routine because you know it completely it transforms. Complete, yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mum's the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles and all the other problems that come with parenting. I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos and of course celebrating the amazing highs too. Each week, I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me, it's my first time, so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley James, coming soon. It's the best parenting podcast out there. Uh, again it's you taking responsibility of choosing feeling good over choosing feeling crappy like I just think so many people take the path of choosing crappy and staying in the same routine that they know because I think so many people don't know what it even feels like to feel good um, they don't even know what it feels like to feel rejuvenated because they've never had a good night's sleep or they've never let themselves do that so I really resonate with that and I think at the bottom of it all like even when you know as someone who again like meditation and breathwork has changed my life too for someone who's listening to this who maybe and I know that your book is all about making it simple for them like what's the power of meditation and breath work like what's a great way for them to start doing something like breath work and incorporating that into their lives so the first thing I always say is you are already breathing yeah hopefully (laughs) breath work breathing more efficiently 
is the key to it all. You know, it affects your digestion, it affects mm -hmm. your sleep, it affects your mood, it affects your energy, it affects the way you train. So when I tell people like it's probably something you're doing dysfunctionally right now, if you've got no idea of, you know, you never pay any attention, let that be the priority. Yeah. Why not just try and breathe through your nose the rest of the day? Because that is a really efficient way to train your breathing muscles to work for you when you need them most. And it will prevent snoring or it'll help you get a deeper sleep. It will help you keep calm. So breath work can be just breathing through your nose and shutting your mouth and closing your mouth. When I say that, it's not like aggressive, shut your mouth. It's more like <laughs> with people with their mouth It's a completely wide different open, breath, yeah. Well, well, this is it. And it's also like when you give people stats, if, because I got connected to it with the science because I wasn't really a spiritual or mindful yeah. person. Yeah. It was like, give me the facts. You know, how's this going to help me be a better rugby player? Or how's it going to help me de-stress? Okay, well, if you close your mouth, you're 42% less dehydrated so you won't have to drink so much water to rehydrate wow. you'll be more efficient when you train your throat won't dry up when you close your mouth you tend not to like have a big um low jaw and have a better functional face or facial structure mm -hmm. when you breathe through your nose you you're able to open up your airways use your diaphragm take deeper fuller breaths in so you get more oxygen around the body to where it's needed and that was like yes now you're talking so forget about the spiritual i want to levitate and be the best meditator breath work helped me meditate because it allowed me to be more grounded because i felt more, more calm i felt more focused i felt less <sighs> mouth wide open upper chest breathing stress 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 anxiety so breathing through your nose and slowing down your breathing, mm. making them fuller, slower, longer breaths. Like try now, take a nice big breath into your nose, fill the lungs all the way up. Hold for a moment and then let it out nice and slow. It's lovely. Instantly you could feel yeah. that, oh, it's I lovely. needed that. I actually really like holding my breath. It's something I've realized, what's it called? Is it your pranic, is it pranic? I don't know. My Kundalini teacher always well, tells yeah, me. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, there's different pranayama style stuff, but it's it, it, breath holding is a key way for you to become more present to the mm -hmm. practice. If you're holding your breath at night, that can be detrimental because it's like sleep apnea. So breath holding is called apnea. But if you do it for long periods of time and then <gasps> yeah. breathing for your mouth, as you stop breathing, I had this problem, you're still wow. mouth breathing. So you yeah. train yourself to use the right breathing muscles so your nose is the primary inhale and exhale tool in your face. So it becomes like an engine system, like a turbine, which also helps you get rid of all the crap in the air. Mm. Well, if your mouth's wide open, it's like a big garbage truck <laughs> and you puck it pulling in and sucking yeah. in all these, all these, um, well, all the shit in the air. And, um, that in itself will be a game changer for anybody. Mm. Just yeah. breathe your nose the rest of the day. Tell me how it makes you feel such a difference. Day. Well, I just love also that like a lot of the, I think a big excuse that a lot of people use is, oh, it's, this is spiritual. And actually so much of the spiritual teachings or people that people deem spiritual is so science-based. Like you lose weight when you're stressed, like you, you, you all like sleep better. It's all science. It's not even, it's not even spiritual. Uh, I think that's, and that, probably resonates with people a lot more as well. And it probably allows you to reach people that perhaps would have turned their like head away to it all. Yeah. So what's it, I think really great to mention there. So I'm glad you brought that up. The book has no real spiritual like chit chat in it. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is because I didn't get into this by having this moment of clarity where I was like levitating. Yeah. And I saw a vision <laughs> or I walk around in a robe and beads, yeah. you know, and chant all day. No offense to that. Mm -hmm. I have had moments where I've delved deeper into that and I've loved it. But what I find often either prevents someone from, you know, taking this up, these practices and taking them seriously is because they've either got an assumption or they've had another experience, didn't really resonate. I tried it for a few years, mm -hmm. never really connected with the right teacher. I want yeah. to be that teacher, yeah. that coach that makes it so easy that there's no excuse yeah. you can give me not to try one of these things if you care about your health and your mm -hmm. well-being. So if you want to fix anything, it's on you. And there's a really incredible tool right there for you that will 
possibly transform your life. Yeah. So don't tell me you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. No reason you can't. If you decide, like I do sometimes, to go down that rabbit hole of breathing more meditatively or go and do like a deep yoga yeah. practice where we do go a bit more spiritually into the history of the magic of mm -hmm. yoga, great. But I'm not here to take you down that path. Yeah. I just want to like start some curiosity and show you how amazing it can be to breathe better yeah. with this tool, to eat, to try this recipe and see how full you are and how energized you mm -hmm. are and how much weight you lose because you change these tiny little things. And then how just one little change in your routine might completely shift how you sleep yeah. and it will change your life forever. And if you decide to go down and sleep and, and become a bit of a geek in that, great, if that catches your attention. But one of these four things in the book has the power to completely change your life. Yeah. Fact. Love I that. really believe in that. So yeah. I just wanted this book to be that cool little workbook. It's not yeah. really, it's a small, easy to access, fun book that you can pick up that yeah. will always grab your attention on the coffee table or on the bookshelf. Yeah. It will, ah, oh, I have neglected that. Oh, I forgot how easy that was. And it's a constant reminder that it's there for you. Mm -hmm. Love that. And also we need more people making things more accessible and relatable because there are so many more people who are understanding how important it is to, to make change in their lives and want to. But a lot of the old, old like textbooks, books that are out there are, are quite in depth or they're quite spiritual or they're quite a lot to take in all in one go. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there about finding the right person that resonates with you. I think one thing we also like just haven't covered, and I think you've said this quite a few times amongst the bottom of everything is the alleviation of stress. And we've had conversations before about exercise. And I actually think even I have almost gone down the rabbit, like I'd forgotten a bit. And I had neglected over the last year or so, my yoga, my Pilates, not my meditation and my breath work. I had been doing that. I went back into lifting weights again and I couldn't figure out why I felt agitated and stressed and like in this energy all the time. And like two times a week, it's fine. One times a week, fine. But I was like going back into the gym five days a week. And I was like, literally only the last month again, have I gone like, oh my God, yoga just makes me feel so much better. A long walk makes me feel so much better. I stay in, and I think a lot of it is that fear of I need to get back in shape again. But actually my body really responds very poorly to lifting weights and uh, living at that life of stress. And I want to just cover that because I know there'll be so many people that listen to this and probably one of the fundamental pillars in your book, and we've spoken about this before, is people are scared to indulge in doing like yoga or like slower paced workouts in the fear of losing weight. And you and I have had conversations before where you've been to me like, I'm the best shape of my life. I can't remember the last time I picked up a weight. Like how, how important is the stress element in all of this? Because at the bottom of it all sounds to me like that's exactly what you're trying to take away from everyone is to remove the stress. So I think the key thing to mention here is uh, by, by making stress not such a scary thing in small doses mm -hmm. and very hard to avoid stress completely. Yeah. And you kind of shouldn't really, because right. it's, it's the edge of stress is where we grow and where we adapt. I think mm -hmm. adaptation, stress adaptation is probably the key thing to mention. So what I, you know, what you're trying to get out there is the idea of giving people the tools to be able to manage the stress that appears in their life. Yeah. That's unavoidable, mm -hmm. right? We, we're never going to get rid of stress. Stress is part of growth. But it's more about not being scared of the stress, but knowing when it gets to the point where it's not a healthy place for you to be. And then most people don't have that awareness. They're just like, stress. Yeah. Can't even get off this stress train. It's all around me. I can't escape it. So if you, you feel you start to become more aware of this, for example, I lift weights. I don't really do it much anymore because my training is so diverse. I'm in a great aesthetic shape right yeah. now. My muscles are doing what they need to do. I'm not as big as I used to be, but I feel strong yeah. and I feel stable and I feel mobile and I feel functional. So functional fitness is getting obviously a lot more traction yeah. now. People are seeing the benefit. Not, I don't mean CrossFit. I mean, being able to be fit and healthy, but still be functionally capable to do anything you want. Yeah. You're not just a bodybuilder. Bodybuilders now need to be able to be able to do yoga as well. Yeah. And they're all most of them practice it because they realize 
stretching, yoga, more mindful, slower, restorative practices, let's say yoga, for example, is a really lovely balance for you to work on more aesthetic appearance, muscular, um, um, musculary, muscular? Muscular, muscular? yeah. Muscular, yeah, so more muscular uh, aesthetics because you're able to stretch, lengthen, and repair the torn muscle Mm -hmm. from the training that will allow you to train at a higher level the next day because you've recovered a lot quicker from being in that pain place. And stress in the work environment or relationships or day-to-day life, the same tools, the same practices that will help you physically recover, help you mentally manage and recover and tackle those stressful situations Mm -hmm. that are often out of our control. Breathing, mindfully, yoga, a walk, meditation, a good night's sleep, restorative practices help you repair, help you manage the stress that builds up to help you find focus and calm when you need it most. But it's not something that comes naturally to people. So if you don't practice it in yoga, meditation, Mm -hmm. walking, switching off, journaling, manifesting, whatever it is that you do that's a more mindful practice and you make it a practice, it will serve you really well when you need it most and you haven't got time to go to yoga class and zen out. Mm -hmm. It helps you kind of like find this flow to navigate the stress. Yeah. So you can kind of like fend it off and and that way tackle it, manage it, move past it and grow. Mm -hmm. Which is all, I guess, what you're saying as well is like really listening to yourself and all the tools and the rituals that you have in the book, I imagine really help you ground so that you can listen to yourself and understand your body more because there are times where, you know, I do, I do work out quite hard in the gym and I really enjoy it and my body responds great to it but that's because I'm probably unstressed elsewhere in my life but when I'm stressed and I've written a book I literally couldn't I my body was like literally not wanting me to go to the gym while I was writing my book it wanted me to walk it wanted me to run it wanted me to yoga and I was intuitive enough to know that so would you say that your rituals in the book also help people listen to like get in tune with their body a little bit more get into that you've mentioned it a few times flow state and really understand their bodies more and what they need yeah, I think that's a really important thing to mention. The the awareness mm. of the signs and signals that your body's giving you are something that you should not neglect. Yeah. And again, being that person, I've done the work that's allowed me to be more present and connected and understand what my body needs and wants and, and probably would benefit from because I've burnt myself out, yeah. because I didn't I ignored the signs, yeah. because I didn't I did neglect these practices that I, I live by now because it gave me a second chance. You know, I was written off. Doctors like, no, you're injured. You're never going to play sport <laughs> yeah. again. You know, I thought I was going to get back to book myself into like an asylum because I was literally wow. just like, couldn't talk to anybody. Didn't understand it. I felt like I was having a meltdown. And I was like 25 years old. I'm like, what is going on? And I realized that I was ignoring all of this like natural wisdom that my body was trying to share with me Mm -hmm. and this insight. And I think when we stop and we slow down the pace of life and we close our eyes or we get to share it with somebody that understands and a lot more people do understand now. So it is good to share and communicate these things. You can work through these signs and obstacles and, and become more clear with, what your body needs and everyone's a little bit different on various different levels of this scale and i feel the more you work on yourself the more you understand it the better connection you have with it this muscle memory this neurological signaling this thing that we can rewire it doesn't have to be the way it is always you can change something if you put in the work so rather than just give up or accept this is the way it has to be it's like understanding what is right for you. Mm. What do you want? What power are you tapping into? Is it the right sign? Are you listening? And, you know, just going, I want to touch on the manifestation side of things. And, mm. You know, just being true to yourself. And if something doesn't feel right, there's a reason there's some resistance there. Yeah. Don't force it. That's another one of these awareness signals. It's like, right, well, not feeling right, but I still want to do it. But why is it not feeling right? So if you're forcing something that's not meant to be, there's a reason it's not meant yeah. to be, or you just need to just readjust where your attention is going. 
but it still requires some work. Yeah. No one's going to do it for you. You've got to do that manifesting. You've got to do that attraction practice. If you want something, you've got to get in alignment with it and you've got to know what the energy is, is if it's like the right energy, just like going to training, your, your food habits, your relationship attraction, the energy going into business. If you're doing something that doesn't feel right or it's not true to what's right, be prepared. It might not pan out as you yeah. hope it might do. So it's like, it, I think you've got to address where our energy is going. And I feel that this is, this can be changed uh, or realigned at any point. Yeah. Uh, that is available to everybody. And I think that's the important thing to remind people when they hit a, a, a rut or wish they had a certain way of life or something they, they want, but they haven't got it yet. Yeah. Or they came close, it didn't work out mm -hmm. or they got hurt or the business didn't, didn't work. Don't worry, it's all part of the process. Yeah. Trust. Just keep growing with it. Yeah. You know, keep aligning, realigning, get back into it. Grow, 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 grow. Boom. I love that. While we're talking about energies, just and like your vibe and getting in flow, obviously, just to finish it off, then it's like leads into very nice. My last question actually is obviously the book is called Lift Your Vibe. So for you, what what does that mean? Like what does lifting your vibe mean? Obviously, we get lit podcast is all about your vibration so it's very aligned um and you've just mentioned it there about your energy where you're focusing on getting into alignment so for you if you could sum it up what does lifting your vibe mean what does it mean to be in vibe so i mean it's part of my vocabulary actually it's, uh -huh. um it was actually uh, the publishers who were like right we, we've observed your <laughs> vocabulary over the last few months and vibe is up there as the top three other than food and training, I think. So yeah. it, it sort of seemed quite appropriate. But so for me, being the big hippie and surf dude that I am, it was like vibe was hype. Vibe was positivity. A high vibe is a high frequency of good energy. Mm -hmm. When I'm vibing, when I'm in high flow, when I'm like hyped up, I am like feel like I'm unstoppable. Yeah. I feel like I can like inspire like the whole planet. I feel like I can work through anything. I feel like I can train, out train anybody. You know, you put me on stage, I'm gonna change everybody's day and lift their vibration mm -hmm. when my vibration is high. So the tools in the book about how, when you're not in that vibration, or you know you've got to work on something because your vibration has been beaten up, or you've hit a, you've hit a bit of a, a block you've been hurt you're there's a lot of negative energy around your space how do you lift your own vibration mm -hmm. to just outshine all the darkness or the heaviness that's around you so you can power up so it, it, i guess it has various different ways of yeah. you know presenting itself but it's just about you taking control yeah and having the tools to do that work no matter what is around you you have the tools and the ability and the strength to take yourself back up to that higher yeah. vibration. And, and the book is hopefully that, that workbook that, that, you know, gives you what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Honestly, I love that. And, and when you, it's so interesting as well. And I love this about people, but when you're talking about stuff that makes you feel high vibe as well, that like you can so see it in someone's energy and the way that they like talk about it as well. And I just think, yeah, I just love that there's so much more conversation out there now around like how important our vibe is and what it actually means to raise your vibe and um yeah honestly amazing it's been so wonderful talking to you i am like literally in awe of you i'm very proud of what you've done as well it's sick it's epic you guys have to get the book if you haven't available on amazon isn't it and all major outlets but you've you've killed it richie and thank you so so much i'm sure this book is going to help many 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 people and beyond for years to come I hope so. I hope so. Thanks for giving it lots of love. Thanks for having me Anyways. on. Good luck for your book as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy that ride. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light 
further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market